want to like be incognito about their alcoholism. I don't know. <laughs> because every Hallmark movie is the exact same movie <laughs> with a different cast. Okay. God, why, you should not laugh at that. Do not be proud. <laughs> no one laughs. No one should be encouraging this. I'm Ashley. I'm Megan. And this is Wine and Dine. Okay, so I feel like we need to start this off by story time. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to our March TBR, by the way. Hi. Megan would like to share (laughs) us a story. Well, okay, so before every podcast that we record, we kind of go over our notes, make sure that everything's ready. As you probably know about me by now, I wasn't ready. So (laughs) I'm writing down my thoughts of everything, my bullet points or whatever that I want to discuss in this episode. And Ashley's talking to me about donating a series to the juvie and blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, I'm ready. Let's do this without acknowledging what she said. Now I heard what she said. I didn't acknowledge it though. And she goes, I feel like everything I just said went in one ear and out the other. And I then (laughs) regurgitated everything (laughs) basically word for word that she had said. So then we started talking about it though. Why men? If you're listening to this podcast, I need I need answers. David mm-hmm. does something where he just won't acknowledge it because he didn't hear. He shuts off his ears and he's gone. Or it's one of those he hears it, doesn't want to acknowledge it because he thinks I'm just rambling. Yes. So either way, he shuts it off. He just doesn't, he doesn't talk. Ryan will do one of two things. One, he didn't hear any of it. He's completely shut off because, like, if he is doing his own thing, nothing else is happening. Or he can at least acknowledge that he hears mumbling. He hears <laughs> noises. There's and chatter. He'll, he'll say, huh, what? But then when I repeat what I said, he's still not listening. <laughs> and then after the third time, I'll be like, nope, not repeating it. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. And then he's like, no, baby, 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 I'm listening. And he'll, like, put his phone down and he'll complete. And I'm like, no, no, you had four times to hear this story. It's not important. <laughs> um, Clearly what I'm saying is not needed. So, men, why do this? Why are you like this? I don't know. I need answers, but I don't I think they'll help me. I don't know. It's March. <laughs> it's, it's National Women's Month. <laughs> uh. So let's, since our new segment here, we're going to start off with talking about what we did in February. I went on vacation. Yay! Yay! Uh, so like the first week in February... That weekend, we drove up. We drove up to Valparaiso, Indiana, and stayed a night and got to spend some quality time with a friend of ours and celebrated his birthday with my bestie boo. Okay, for like long time wine and time listeners, long time as in like right when Ashley got married, long time. Yes, Richard, who lives up there, yep. is uh, jokingly my bestie boo. So how's yeah. how's Bestie Boo doing? He's doing good. Um, he turned twenty eight. Ew, I know. Just another year down the the line, right? Um, but we had a fun time. We found this little like hidden gem up there called the Market Place Lounge, and it is cool. If you don't check out my personal Instagram, which is at Turn the Page Deer, you should. You should. I posted a photo of their logo, and I took some video. Uh, We went Saturday night, which is piano bar night, 
And it was a blast. Like, we were only there for maybe an hour and a half. But the hour and a half that we were there, we listened to five songs. And the piano gentleman there, super funny, hilarious gentleman. And I, he, I guess he's part comedic, too. Yeah. So, um, he has one rule. And his one rule was no phones. And you did not follow that rule. I did not follow that rule. (laughs) But that's okay. I didn't get caught. Thank God. Except for the fact that she posted it on her Instagram. (laughs) He'll never know. But um, he asks no phones just because copyright infringement and things like that. Yeah. Um, But um, he had a, a huge catalog of almost 300 songs that he could play. He stated not all well, but I can play them. Um... And if you Venmo him five bucks or if you put five bucks in the jar or you wave five bucks in the air and say cancel it or kill it, kill it was the word you were supposed to use. He stops the song right there, moves on to the next one. (laughs) No joke. No joke. This happened while we were there. But yeah, that was the atmosphere. And um, from what I could tell, they had a very limited menu, which were more finger food options, but they did have full entrees on there, too. And a Ooh. lot of the tables around us were were having dinner. Yeah. Um, and they, it looked and smelled amazing. Of course, they are recommended, their appetizer that they highly recommend is their truffle fries, <clears throat> which I heard was a phenomenal. They're basically their take on poutine. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting. The drink menu, of course, they have a fully stocked bar, but they do have house special drinks. Um, my husband and Richard both had what was called the Old Brooklyn, which is basically a, an old-fashioned, pretty okay. much, uh, whiskey style. <laughs> and I, one, the drinks were beautiful. Like, you know how people, like, say, oh, I have to, like, Instagram this. It's an Instagrammable drink? Yes. And it so it comes in like just the, your regular rimmed um, old fashioned glass. They had gi- the I it wasn't just like ice cubes. It was a giant block of ice. Oh. And then you had the drink, and then you had a lime wedge like wedged down in there. And I was just like, holy fuck, I gotta take a photo of this it's thing. So pretty. And like Richard made fun of me for it. He's like, why are you taking a photo of our drinks? I was like, I don't know why, but there's something in my brain that says, Ashley, take this photo. Way back in Cro Magnon days, a woman <laughs> found a shiny rock, and she says, I like rock. Rock is shiny. Rock is smooth. I like rock. Also, you piss me off. I hit you with rock. Okay. Now. We see shiny things and we're like, I like this shiny thing. This shiny thing makes me happy. Also, if you piss me off, I'll drink your shiny thing, so shut up. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it was more or less the fact that I hadn't seen something like that only in, like, um, really high-end places. Like, I would see something like that, like, in a high-end scale drink. Like, I didn't honestly affect that they took a square ice cube, stuck it in there, made the drink just boom (laughs) boom um but that was our pre-dinner place phenomenal amazing i loved it i told david we have to go back um if you are in the valparaiso area i do highly recommend getting a reservation via their website because they do have limited seating due to covid So please, 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 if you're going to go to the Marketplace Bar and Lounge, please go to their website. Um, 
they also have a list of their comedians that they have every Friday night. It's a rolling book of new people. Uh, Thursday night is open mic night. So if you want to try your hand at the crowd, that's the time to go then. And then, of course, Saturday with Chris, the piano man, a ball. Yes. Um, he had almost the whole the whole place singing Billy Joel's piano man at one point. And oh, that was, absolutely. Yeah, that, that was, was really, really, really fun. That was kind of his opener. So that was really kind of an interesting thing. And then after we went there, we did go to our dinner reservation, which was called The Stacks, which is kind of a an upscale vino villa, but Ooh. their whole um, restaurant is in a library. <gasps> I know, right? I was like going crazy. For... We need to go. We need to go. When can I go? When can I go? When I don't can I know. go? Right now? Can we go? Can we stop recording and just go? I mean, yeah, it's a two-hour drive. Okay, we'll finish the podcast first. But <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you are wanting to go to the Stacks, make sure you do a reservation. They are very, very popular. Yes. Um, but their food, again, phenomenal. Uh, I had their week one of their weekly specials, which was lamb with roasted potatoes and asparagus over a garlic cream au jus. Ooh. It was delicious. David had the steak gnocchi. Which is a pasta bowl. Noki is a potato pasta. It's about the size of a quarter, sometimes a little bit bigger. It's like an Italian dumpling. Yeah. Yeah. And it was delicious, too. Um, They, both him and Richard, had a apple, caramel apple cider. What's the ginger beer drinks? Not a mulligan. Um... Moscow Mules. There you go. Hey, look at me figuring stuff out. Yeah. Um, so to go back to my other previous story, uh, both Richard and David had a caramel apple Moscow Mule. That was some good shit. Yeah? Yes. I did not take, I only took a sip and I almost stole my husband's drink. I didn't, but I wanted to. <laughs> I just had a glass of wine. Um, but yeah, no, we had a fun time. It was nice. It was all easy. We beat out a snowstorm, which was kind of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, lake effect. It's great. Um, but other than that, we had a really small Valentine's Day. We actually didn't celebrate on Valentine's Day. We celebrated the day after. And we just did something small. We we ended up in Franklin that afternoon. So we just kind of like did stuff around there and... Honestly, that's not bad. I mean, you guys got to spend it together, and... Yeah. We'll probably have a really, really, like, smooth month for the rest of the... We just... We didn't have very much happen this month. And it's a small month. It's only 28 days, so... Yes. But I need it, because January lasts forever, so February, I need it to be shorter. The only other thing that we have been... We consistently did in February is we consistently watched... WandaVision Same. every Friday Same. night. Same. And I'm mad at you Why? and your fiance. Why? Because. Because we got you into it? <laughs> no. No. Why? It's nice to rewind. Why are you mad at us for that? You don't rewind. 
you don't rewind. And I don't know if it's the 90s kid in me that comes out at this point, but every time we would pull up an episode, I'd have to stop, hit the rewind button to go back to the beginning because you guys would stop right at the end of the episode and get credits. Okay. Okay. And I'm just Hold like, wait, no, isn't there a pause and rewind thing rule out there anymore? Because it's on Disney Plus. No. You don't pause rewind. No, okay, we just we just stop watching, okay? <laughs> and that it's it's it wasn't like you were in the middle of the episode. It's a 22 minute episode. Look, this is not blockbuster. Okay, <laughs> this is Disney Plus in 2021. Too. That's okay? what David said too. He's like, you're making this too big of a thing. I'm like, no, the 90s kid in me tells me this is wrong etiquette, and he's a sick man because he doesn't want to rewind. <laughs> I mean, I don't either because Ryan and I don't watch them together. So, oh, I thought you guys did. No, Ryan is obsessed, and as soon as it drops, he's oh, watching yeah. it. I like sleeping. <laughs> so I watch it when I wake up, like a normal person. And every single time that I've watched it, he's already done. And the funny thing is, is like as soon as it's done, he doesn't let it continue rolling through the I credits. Know. He pauses it. See, have you, no- have you ever noticed that there's like a minute and yes! 56 seconds of just it unwatched? Yes! Yes, I have. But yeah, he does the same thing to me. And it doesn't, I mean, I don't rewind it after him either. I don't think that you can't, can you rewind it? Can you, can you just leave it there, pause it, and then walk away? Or is it going to say that you still finished it? Yeah, you can technically let it finish out, like go all through credit, like the credit, the (laughs) credit. So like, say you're done. You watched your episode, you're done. You can technically get up, walk away, go to the bathroom, do whatever you do. Let it go through the credits. It's then going to see that you finished the whole episode and literally kick it back. <laughs> but no. Well, instead of doing all... you do that? Because, because the time we watch it is at like 8 o'clock at night on Friday. Both y'all finished it. Don't lie to me and say that you haven't. <laughs> Look, it's so good. That's it is. It is so good. Yes. If you guys haven't watched it, go watch it. it I can't oh even God. talk about it highly enough. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. And I've heard rumors that we're going to get a part two on WandaVision. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Everything that's come out recently with Marvel and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they haven't alluded to a part two. They just said, we're going to have WandaVision. You're going to get ten episodes. Mm -hmm. That's all there is. But WandaVision is going to lead into the new Doctor Strange movie that is set to come out later. Well, and it's also going to kickstart all of the other movies. Like, Mm -hmm. they want to do, what is it? The, um, hi, lady, spandex, Charlotte. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, Black Widow. She's getting her own movie. She's and doing had it. a movie. She had a movie. But they're finally going to release it. Thank God. So, I mean, it's going to start all of those yeah. kind of kicked off. Basically, after WandaVision, the next one that we're going to get on Disney Plus is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier yep. in March 19th of this year. So soon. So ready. I will still have to deal with the whole non <laughs> I think it's just a pet you're, peeve. You're going to have to deal with the what? I'm sorry. Could you say that a little bit louder? <laughs> Please rewind. No. <laughs> um, And then... Do you oh, watch no. anything else? I mean, it's just WandaVision? That's pretty much it. Yeah. No. We need to watch uh, season two of The Mandalorian. I just have it... Because we're so transfixed on Wanda... Um, 
<laughs> Are you saying that you have WandaVision? I know, right? <laughs> well, I, you want to know something sad happened to me like a few days ago where I was sitting at my work desk and I was talking to one of my friends. I'm like, oh yeah, we're going to watch WandaVision. And she's like, and my friend literally pointed out, I'm like, do you ever think it's weird why they named it WandaVision? I was like, no, why? She's like, because the two main characters' names are Wanda and Vision. I was just like, yes. Oh, shit. Well, I didn't, didn't really? really like. Oh, also, it's because she's hosting her own television yeah, show. Yeah, no, so like it's I Wanda knew. Vision, but their names. No, I knew, got that, but like she Vision. literally like pointed out that both of the main characters' names are part of that. And I'm just like, all those cheeky bastards. <laughs> Damn it. I subconsciously didn't, I probably subconsciously knew that, but at the same time, when it's pointed out to you so blatantly, you're just like, well, shit. Oh, um, I mean, I might make fun of you for that one, but I know I've done stupider stuff than that before. Well, so that's kind of what we've been doing in February. I've been reading, of course, but there wasn't a lot of time in February no. to do things, unfortunately. So, but what have you been up to? So, February was both awesome and awful for me. So, it started off really awesome. Mm. Um, Ryan took me to French Lick for an early um, Valentine's Aww. vacation. How was it? Um, first of all, it was amazing. Uh, I lost $400 at the casino. Whoa. Um, super proud of myself. Um, <laughs> but it was super nice and romantic. We got this cute little B&B. And- what did you say? What was the name? Uh, well, I mean, it was just at a B&B, so we didn't get, mm-hmm. um, so it was literally through Airbnb. Uh-huh. Um, but a couple of his friends actually ended up meeting us down there, mm-hmm. um, and they stayed at the, I'm gonna remember this any minute, I think it might actually just be the French Slick Resort. Yeah. Um, now, Ryan's family usually stays at the villas, um, and apparently that's even, like, crazier. Oh, yeah. But French Lake was amazing. Um, there's so much more to do than just the casinos. They have a beautiful winery, and they have... They've built up a lot. It's so since we nice. were kids. There's this wings place. Uh, oh, God, you guys are going to hate me, but there's a wings place in um, French Lake, and it is the coolest place I've ever been. Um, literally, like, Larry Bird memorabilia everywhere. They have Larry Bird shots. They have karaoke on Friday nights and live bands on Saturday nights. And it is so good. Best wings I've ever had in my life. Wow. I'm so mad that I can't remember the name of this bar anymore. It's okay. But anyway. Um, I loved it, and it was great. And so, yeah, that was a really nice... Like, I know, technically, we did Valentine's Day last year, but we had only been dating for, like, three months at that point, so we didn't go over it. I got him a keychain, and he got me a Nickelback CD. <laughs> so, so when like, did you get him this year? Um, so, one Are of you the, able to tell us? Yes. Okay. So, one of the things that Ryan does that I think is adorable, that he's going to be very mad if he finds out that I tell people, but I'm going to tell you anyway, mm. is he collects nutcrackers. Um, he always has. His grandma used to get them for him as a little kid, and it just kind of became one of those things that he's like, I really love these. And, like, he takes care of them, keeps them in the boxes, and keeps them out nice. And, um, okay. so I found out about that, and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, it's on. And mm-hmm. I got him a Baby Yoda nutcracker, and this thing nice. is hefty. So, first of all, I got it from a site called New Egg, mm-hmm. um, and they have tons of, like, nerdy 
weird stuff. So like a Baby Yoda nutcracker, something that you don't necessarily think would go together, but it's super cool and different. They have tons mm-hmm. of stuff like that out there. So check out that site. Um, their shipping said it would take like up to three weeks and it was literally there in four days. So they're okay. amazing even through COVID. But it is so cute. And that is a hefty, heavy boy. Okay. Oh, dang. Yes, it's still only Baby Yoda size. But, but he's full of wood. Yeah. If someone broke into his house, you could probably bludgeon them to death with one blow. Oh, it's shit. a heavy boy. Okay. Oh, dang. But he was so excited. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like reignited his like love for nutcrackers again. Because all of his nutcrackers are in storage. His mom put them in storage and stuff. And so like as soon as I got that, he's like, hey, mom, where are my other nutcrackers at? Like he's so excited about it. Mm-hmm. So I think I did good. But like... He definitely outdid me on this one. It was a no. full vacation to French Lick, so yeah, yeah. he did very good. So it was a very good first Valentine's Day being engaged. Yay! Um, I know, I'm very excited. Um, we also got to see my siblings uh, mm-hmm. again. It was uh, my two foster siblings. Uh, it was their birthdays, and then my new youngest brother, um... Brandon, it was his birthday, mm-hmm. and so we got to see all of them, and they all adore Ryan, and it was super cute, and we did um, dance games with them, and oh, sang karaoke. Yes. He sang karaoke with my moms. Like, mm-hmm. it was it, it was really nice to be able to see family, and I'm glad I got all of that out of the way, because then in the middle of February, I woke up panicked, because I thought I had COVID, um, and it was not good couldn't breathe my chest hurt really really bad um I mean like gasping for air type couldn't breathe and so I got an appointment to go get tested for COVID and it came back negative and then I was like well then what is going on and she listened to my lungs and stuff and she goes it definitely sounds like you've got some congestion and inflammation I think you have bronchitis and so she put me on steroids and first of all Megan's juicing. Steroids are amazing. Okay. Because. Why all those NFL players and right? NBA players get into so much trouble for all this good shit? Um, I don't know if you guys were awful like me, but did you ever just take an Adderall in college because you needed to stay up and study no. for finals? I'm not asking you specifically. Maybe a listener. Anyway. Um, and all of a sudden you have all of this energy and you're just ready and you're motivated and nothing hurts anymore and everything's great. That's what steroids are apparently because <laughs> I was going. Um, I got through, uh, I got through work having bronchitis um, and that got kind of hard at some points. Like I, it was easier to run out of breath, but like I could move and I wasn't in physical pain. Like it was so bad. But where you can, can contagious no so i guess the the thing with bronchitis is you're only contagious if you're actively coughing and i never developed a cough and once you're on the steroids and it's breaking up all the mucus anyway i guess you're not contagious so like people are with bronchitis are usually contagious before they know they have bronchitis when they still have that cough i never had sinus issues sniffling coughing drain i didn't have any of it so like i there was no reason for me to believe i had bronchitis right but it was weird but yeah So I got through work on it, and then on my off days, you'd think, she has bronchitis. She's probably going to take it easy. No, I cleaned my whole house. I put up a picture wall. Which Um, turned out phenomenal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely want to redo it, but I'm just picky. I'm picky. It's okay. Um, But, like, I got stuff accomplished, and, you know, Ryan a couple times was like, hey, do you want to go hang out? You want to whatever? And I was like, 
no, I just want to keep cleaning. I want to keep doing things. I don't want to sit down and watch movies or go and because I couldn't drink when I was on the steroids, so it's not like I can go out and party with his friends either. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'd just rather stay home and get things done. That's not like me. I've never turned down an opportunity to not clean my house. Okay, so steroids turn you into me. Steroids turn me into Ashley. So <laughs> if anyone knows how to get their hands on steroids, Adderall, anything that's going to help me get my life together, please let me know because I am loving it. Um, I don't know how long my house is going to stay that way now that I am no longer on all this stuff, but you know, hopefully. I can only imagine then what me on... I don't want to see you. I feel like you would come over and clean my house. You would clean other people's houses. Like, your house would you be spotless, know. and then you're like, nope, I need things to do. Megan, we're tackling your house today. <laughs> I I don't know. Anytime I take medication, even if it's like NyQuil or anything like that, I have to already be, like, in a sitting down position because I, like, pass out. Well, I mean, NyQuil will do that to you, but, like... Adderall and steroids, I guess, are basically uppers. Like, they, they're they supposed to keep you focused and energized. Mm-hmm. And my god, they did. <laughs> I was so focused and so energized. I got everything done that mm-hmm. I needed to get done. And I was organized about it. And everything was done in a timely manner. So, like... Isn't that the, what they give people with ADD? Yeah, they give ADD, ADHD, whatever. I could probably get a prescription for it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> But so I was like, Her, here's don't the you have <laughs> yeah. Here's the problem though, and I know this about myself. Someone I would not take get it. No, it's not addictive. I wouldn't take it as prescribed. I would like take it on a weekend, on a long weekend when I need to clean, and then I wouldn't take it again for two weeks. Like it wouldn't legitimately help me. And at that point, if you're not using it as prescribed, I kind of feel like that's drug abuse, and I don't want to go down that route. <laughs> so. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. I gotta I gotta think ahead. I know who I am. As okay. <laughs> alright, alright. But yes, so I had bronchitis, but I also had a really good month of February. So Good. I'm glad. Um, update on the books. Last uh month I I guess two January and whatever. February. Yes, the last TBR thing that we did, I said that I wanted to read this book called Numbers. If I read another book, I was gonna read that book. And I started to read that book, and then the kids asked me, hey, Miss Curran, what's that book about? And I told them, and they were like, oh, man, that sounds really good. And I was like, well, I mean, it's the library's book. Like, I can't keep this from you. If you read it, just get it back to me. Um, that was a month and a half ago, basically, um, at this point. Mm. And it, one of the kids read it, loved it, passed it on to another kid. That kid loved it, passed it on to another kid. And so, like, I, I don't even know who has it now, but I don't. And so <laughs> I gave up. Um, yeah. And I started rereading a series that I've already read before, and you guys are going to make fun of me for this, because this is definitely, like, old... 90s? No, this is old Megan. If you guys listened to it in the beginning of the podcast, I would only read YA paranormal romance stories. Oh my god, which one did you pick up? House of Night. (laughs) I was going to say, please not Blue Bloods. No. Please not Blue Bloods. I have read that one, too. (laughs) Please not Blue Bloods. But, so I, I picked up the House of Night series again because another one of the girls at the Juvie was reading it, asked me if I'd read it, and I was like, oh, heck yes, I've read that. And then she wanted to talk to me about some things, and I was like, oh, man, I don't even remember that. She's like, how long has it been since you've read it? Four years. <laughs> Guess I'm reading it again. The problem is, is that both me and the Juvie only have, well, I think I have the first ten books. The Juvie only has the first eight. 
So mm. I can read the first eight at work before I have to bring in some of mine. But there's 14 books in total. So once I get a little further down, I'm just going to have a, a reason to go thrift back to book, thrift books because I haven't done that in so long. I've not been thrift book shopping in so long. So I have mm. uh, I have things that I need to buy this month. Um, but I'm going to get a little bit further in the series. I'm only like halfway through what they have right mm-hmm. now. So Okay. Um, yeah, I only read... Um, I guess that would put me at five books last oh, month, with, which is going well for me. Because remember, I said I don't want to set a goal. Because mm-hmm. when I set a goal, I don't end up achieving it. And Ooh. when I didn't set a goal, mm-hmm. I'm reading for fun. Right. And I'm having a much better time with it. So how many books have you gotten through in that series? Like the first two, first three? No, I've gotten through the first four. Oh, shit. Um, and mm-hmm. so I, I still have a little bit of way to go. But, like, that's what I'm talking about when I tell you guys, like, when it's slow at work, I have so much time to read. Okay. Like, um, when I'm on my break, there's an hour. Mm-hmm. And when the kids are in class actively... There's three hours, so there's four hours every day right there where I get paid to read. And that's when I'm actively doing my job. Now, when I'm in the pod, Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be talking, you know, and and interacting with the girls and watching them, but a couple of them are also really interested in their series. And as a pod manager, I can elect to have quiet pod reading time, Mm -hmm. at which point I am also allowed to read. Usually, we have quiet pod reading time when they're in trouble, and we need it to be quiet and no TV or whatever. But the count with the girls is actually getting kind of low. Thank God. Um, and so since three out of the four of them wanted to read, the other one was like, that's fine. I'll just watch a movie on the computer if that's okay. So she's quiet. They're quiet. Oh, <laughs> look at that. There's another two hours of reading. <laughs> and Gosh. it's so great. So I'm flying through books. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of cool because I get, like, my own little mini book club because the girls will read it either along with me if there's copies or after me or whatever. Mm. Um, and not only that, but some of the guys will be like, Miss Curran, we heard you're the one to go to when you, when we need a book recommendation. Here's the funny thing. I said, who'd you hear that from? And they were like, Mr. Santana. <laughs> So your husband is sending the kids my way for book recommendations. Nice. And I'm like, um, have you read Harry Potter? <laughs> Do you know about our Lord and Savior, J.K. Rowling? <laughs> no, we can't, can't We can't give her that title no, anymore. No, not anymore. Definitely not. But I used to say that all the time. Yeah. Um, but just like, hey, going back to last podcast, just because mm. you contribute good things does not mean you are a good person. <laughs> That is the theme for the year, is learn who's actually good and who's just doing good things. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, you definitely read more than me. I did, but I have one more piece of huge news for you guys that I've been saving back because I wanted to make sure that I got it. Mm. I got a new job. Yay! Um, I know that I talk about these kids all the time at the Juvie, and I will definitely miss them. Um, I'm actually going to be staying on for just a little bit longer, kind of working both jobs while I go through my training at the new job. Um, But I'm going to be a case manager with a company that helps um, people on Medicaid waivers. Um, So I could be helping anywhere from, you know, teens, young adults, uh, to elderly people. Um, It's something that's going to make me hands-on. It's something that I can actually make a difference. Yeah. And it's something that I can see as a lifelong career, especially because 
as a case manager, a lot of my job is paperwork. And mm-hmm. especially with COVID happening, one of the things they realized is you don't have to do that work from an office. <gasps> work from home. 80% of my job will be work from home. Even post-COVID, that's what they're going to. And so as long as I am meeting with my clients when I'm supposed to, everything else is work from home. I don't have to wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> Not that she doesn't wear pants. I mean, I might. I might not. You don't know. I might not oh be wearing gosh. pants right now. You guys don't know my so, life. So, <laughs> like, no joking aside, since I have been work from home now for almost two, no, a full year, um, my wardrobe has changed. Yes. So, I don't put on makeup anymore, except on the weekends mm-hmm. or on holiday when I'm off work. I wear sweatpants. I wear, you know, just a regular t-shirt. And that's... Yes. Some days I don't even decide to put a bra on. Right? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I used to make fun of my mom for that all the time. When I was a teenager, I always had a bra. I slept in a bra, okay? Now I get home and it's like, free the ladies. (laughs) And I never realized how. Yep. But yes, ma'am. Oh my gosh. When I get home, the first thing I do is take my bra off and, and it's, no. If you yeah. are young and you're still wearing a bra all the time, one day you're going to hit a point where the first thing that you do is take your bra off, and it's okay. When it's you okay. get there, tweet us and let us know because we're there. Yep. Um, but thinking even further down the line, hmm. one of the things that really drew me to the job is when I'm interviewing, the owner of the company actually is the one that interviewed me. She's okay. super amazing. And one of her comments was that I have been in this field for eight years. My right. son is 10 and I have never missed one of his events. So looking in the future of Ryan and I, once we get married and live together and, and are trying to raise mm-hmm. a family, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is so perfect. So not only am I hands on actively helping people like I've always wanted to, but I can also be a stay at home mom like I've always wanted to. It is, I cannot believe that this job fell into my lap. And I am so thankful and I'm so excited and I'm going to miss the kids and I'm going to miss my family at the juvie, but I am so excited to move on to this. So yes, I I, I waited until I got the official news, but it is official and yeah, I wanted you guys to know because I'm so excited. Okay. That is wonderful, wonderful news. I wish I had such great news. So I like how we didn't do the spoilers. So here's what we're going to do really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, we we talked about this whole little little gap, and so um, if you are listening to this now, what I have done is we just had a full conversation about WandaVision, and we said we weren't going to do spoilers, but then we did. We had a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear what we said and you're already up to date, um, I'm going to make this a separate episode. It's going to be a very short, like, 10-minute, whatever, just full of spoilers, um, and if you're tuning in now when you're hearing this and you want to go listen to that go listen to it later and that's what you missed in that gap because I don't want to give spoilers um, and I also don't want to take up this entire episode talking about what we're reading and what's coming in March but the whole episode's about WandaVision I mean WandaVision (laughs) Um, was a big deal it was a huge deal so go listen to that afterwards Um, it'll be dropped on the same day so if you're already listening to this episode that episode will already be available to you to listen I'll probably call it something about like WandaVision spoiler episode or something so Mm -hmm. um, yes Anyway, all right, back, so, back, to, back to the real thing. Yes. All right, so I only technically finished two books in February. I finished Sadie, which if you haven't checked out that podcast, please do. 
It is good. It is very good. <laughs> it's very good. It is good. Um, the second book that I finished is The Dating Game by Sara Disa. Um, yeah, I just needed something light, fluffy, and just good. I needed something good after Sadie. And the plot line for this is even with a step-by-step -step plan, these fake fiancé might accidentally fall for each other in this hilarious, heartfelt, romantic comedy. Ooh. Was it good? What'd you rate it? I'm going to rate it a four out of five. It definitely serves its purpose. It's hilarious. It's funny. It kind of has that, like, hate to love kind of, like, teaser in there, which, as we know, I'm obsessed with now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Basically, we are two main characters accidentally bump into each other at a tech con. And our main female is Hindu which I thought was really nice. And she is a, um, not a graphics designer, but she does something else, technological. And her company is not in a good financial place. And that's where Lima comes in, L-I-A-M. Oh, Liam. Liam. Like my little brother, Liam. Liam comes in. He works for a VC. And if you don't know what a VC is in the technical world, they're big market companies that have lots of money that pumps into new startups. Anyway. Okay. So, and he holds kind of like the key to our main character's, um, Daisy's company's survival. So, um, there are plot points that basically say, you know, she wants her aunties to stop nagging about her getting married and fixing her up on blind dates. Uh, Liam's grandfather passed away and left him with the family distillery. However, for him to be able to keep the distillery and not let it fall into the hands of his brother, who wants to demolish it, uh, he has to be married for a year. Huh. And he has to get married within three weeks of his first birthday. <laughs> of his next birthday. Oh, of his first birthday. What? No. Like, I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of like the, where our, our story kind of takes place snapshot-wise and kicks off from there. I've only gone about maybe 20% into the book, but I'm flying through it. It's hilarious. I'm I'm enjoying it very, very much. But, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of like, I flew through it at the beginning of, like, halfway through February, and then I just kind of, like, steamrolled and just kept going. <laughs> I feel that. I yeah. feel that so much. Yeah. But that's um, all I did. That's all February was. There wasn't very much. You only get 28 days and there doesn't feel like you get enough. But I'm looking forward to March. I feel like March has a lot of interesting little things that we weren't expecting but we're going to get. Yeah. And I'd love to share those with you if you're ready. Oh, I am definitely ready. Um, as far as my March plans, I'm going to keep reading The House of Night. Um, I also i am going to read our book of the month, which we'll get to here in just yeah. a second. But when I went uh, book shopping... With you for Galentine's. Yeah. Um, I also picked up a book that literally every time we go shopping, I point it out. And I'm like, ooh, I want to read that. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing that for, she's, she says two years. It's probable, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I finally went ahead and bought the bullet. Or bought the bullet. Bit that bullet. I bit the bullet, bought the book. Um, it's called Dread Nation Rise Up uh, by Justina Ireland. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just... How do I... It's about post-Civil War with a female black protagonist 
And there's Her, zombies. Two of them. Um, so it says, Jane McKean was born two days before the dead began to walk the battlefields of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, derailing the war between the states and changing the nation forever. In this new America, however, the battle for survival is as political as it is personal, and the restless dead, it would seem, are the least of her problems. Okay. Look. Look. <laughs> I'm, gonna t- I'm just going to segue in real, real quick and, and put my two pieces in. I started to read this book. I got about 25% of the way in, and then I DNF'd it. I, oh, no. I, I DNF'd it for my own reasons. I'm curious to see if you will DNF it for the same reasons, or if you will just keep going. Okay, but this is coming from the same girl that has read Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and then went and watched the movies even I think you'll though be they fine. were terrible like, i think you'll be fine it's like not a terrible stuff it's not a terrible book it's one of those it's, it's not married with zombies level <laughs> i was gonna say do you remember the time that i picked married with zombies and then almost gave it a perfect score can we talk about <laughs> my level of what i enjoy it's not married with zombies but there was just something about it that i just i couldn't get yeah into and invested in and it might just be that the, i'm not a zombie girl and you know what you're a zombie girl i'm a so zombie girl i guarantee you probably will actually enjoy that there is a second book in the series yay yeah so i i bet you'll very much enjoy it i am going to read uh love and luck by gina evans welch um this is part of her like love and travel series that she's been writing her first book was love and gelato i read that oh god many moons have passed since i've read this it has been many an eon ago <laughs> pretty much but um i gave that book a four out of five i really liked it it took place in tuscany this one takes place in ireland and we follow our main protagonist um as she is going over to Ireland for her eccentric aunt's wedding and while she's staying there she's had a lot of rough patches in her life her brother is constantly nagging her Um, and while she's staying in Ireland helping her aunt get ready for her wedding she finds this book uh, in the hotel library that is lovers of Ireland or travel places for the lovers of Ireland and so she just follows this travel guide around Ireland and she falls in love most likely so I don't feel like with these kind of books I really need to know much yeah other than it's a romance book and it's it's a romance book it's set in Ireland and I'm reading it (laughs) yeah no I need some um some Irish Irish luck or some sorts but um that's what I plan to read in March along with our book of the month which is meet me in monocle by hazel grainer and heath we- uh, heather webb and this book is a non-fiction story about grace kelly it's a non-fiction or it's a fiction it's a fiction sorry okay i'm sorry i i got confused it's a historical fiction it's a historical okay. fiction that takes place during the time leading up to grace's kelly's marriage to the prince of monaco yes and um in the hopes to like ditch the paparazzi that was on her she dashes into this lady's um clothing store and she becomes really close friends with that lady that owns the store but it's also a story about how she and her photographer that 
basically if you see any photos by Grace Kelly, um, they're norm they're most likely done by James Henderson. And James and Grace became really good friends and really close friends. And he, she was like the only. It, it's kind of like how um, Marilyn Monroe only had like one photographer. Mm-hmm. She thoroughly trusted to take photos of her and their relationship. Um, kind of the same thing. Grace meets James and just finds that he's really trustworthy and she really can relate to him. And he's not the kind of photographer that she's used to. So that's kind of the story that we are going to be reading for the month of March. And the reason, honestly, I love Grace Kelly. I think she's a very big female um, because it is National Women's Day. Yeah. And so I decided, you know, I wanted to take a power female out there that maybe most people maybe haven't read on or I don't, don't know much, know about, much her. about of her. She lit. She lived a very private life. Yeah. Um, she didn't lead. I mean, she was a princess, yes. Because I, from what I understand, if I remember this right, mm-hmm. she was a news anchor first, and then she came over. She went to some sort of wedding, met Prince Rainier. They started. They hit it off, and then they got married. And then, basically, other than her little photographer that like did like posted stuff about her every once in a while, off the radar after that, it was like a completely. Okay. And that's all I know. Like, so, I don't know much at all. Grace Kelly is an actress. Okay. Not a news anchor. Well, I knew she was famous for something. She was in a lot of Alfred Hitchcock early stuff. Okay. Rear Window. She's known in that. Um, the Lady in the White Gloves. I don't know if that's a movie or if that's just a coin of phrase that she was known for. Um, but she was very elegant. She was like the girl she wasn't like her and Marilyn Monroe and Audrey Hepburn like if you think of powerhouse women during the golden era of Hollywood you think of those girls um but she came from a really small town her parents really didn't approve of excuse me of her being um an actress and so she kind of had to like separate herself from her family to do something that she loved and we are supposed to kind of see that in this book. Um, there's also supposed to be her relationship with Jackie Kennedy in this book. Mm-hmm. They were very good friends, actually. So uh, I'm very excited. I love Grace Kelly. I, I think she's gorgeous. She's one of my idols because she is not... Her and Marilyn Monroe, I mean, those are the kind of ladies that I... I don't know why. I'm an old soul, I guess. <laughs> I just... I, I love them. I love that... They don't hide their bodies. Now, granted, they're they're fit for the time period. Like, but fit for them in the time period is like a 140, 150. Mm-hmm. And as a, you know, a heavier, not heavier, but I'm a bigger girl. These women were also bigger girls. Yeah. So it was just like growing up, I kind of emulated with that. And I liked that, that people thought these women were gorgeous and they weren't sticks well and a lot of that i think beauty shines in that confidence Mm -hmm. because like i i want to say it was marilyn monroe that was just like yeah i mean i don't have a stick figure body but like i know how to use the body i do have i'm not afraid of it i'm not afraid of a little extra pounds and if a man is afraid of my extra pounds he can get on like and i know i'm paraphrasing but i know she was like coined saying something like that and I definitely can 
respect the hell out of that kind of attitude. Yeah. So if Grace Kelly is anywhere close to the kind mm-hmm. of like fierce attitude that Marilyn Monroe had, I will be all up on that, like yeah. white on rice. <laughs> So those are the two books for March that I've kind of set my eyes on. I don't know. I've been so over the all over the place this past in February, so I'm kind of thinking that's going to bleed into March. We're doing a lot of crazy stuff at my work, so you know that is what it is. But uh, I want to take this time here to kind of focus on some cool things that are happening in March. One in particular is on March 3rd, Netflix will be premiering Moxie, starring Amy Poehler, adapted from the book Moxie by Jennifer, and I didn't put her last name, oh no, Matthew, I'm sorry, and she spells it Mm M-A-T-H-I-E-U, Jennifer Matthew. I read that, oh gosh, I think it was the first year we did, either the first or second year we did wine and dine okay because this book we follow a teenager who is in a small town and she has a lot of issues within her town about females and what is like okay and not okay in regards to how men interact with some of the females so she um decides to start a feminist revolution within her high school and basically try to correct some of the misogynistic views of the town and i think it's gonna be cool it has amy palmer in it like that's gonna be awesome and i think she plays the mom of the daughter that does the revolution revolution (laughs) but um i really liked this i gave this book a really great review and it's a little hidden gem that i don't think a lot of people would have picked up and i think now that netflix picked this up and is going to be airing this here soon i think more people are going to pick up the book because when i was looking around barnes and noble they redid the cover of it and it was laying out in like the front center area with all the other like netflix adaptational books yeah um that's really exciting. I'm really happy that they're taking a niche book um, that talks about women's issues and putting that That's up front. A good book for a good show mm-hmm. for March. So maybe I'll have to watch that along with you. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing here that is being leaked, and this is not confirmed. It is a leak, people. We know that Lee Bardugo's um, Shadow and Bones trilogy has been picked up by Netflix. We know that they are they were in the process and then COVID hit and they had to stop production. There are rumors flying around that we will be getting the first the first series in this upcoming month. Now, whether that is true I or not, anything, so I don't know. Um this series is very beloved. It is the series that Lee Bardugo is most known for. The Grecian series. Um, I have not read this series. It is high fantasy. I have an issue getting into high fantasy. I, I find it very dry, not very interesting. But, you know. Netflix has done really good with high fantasy, though, lately. And I know you guys will make fun of me for this. But not only did I watch um, Warrior Nun. You did not. I did. Okay, first of all, I laugh because of the title. But low-key... That was such a good show, mm-hmm. and it was. It was very high fantasy. Um, but then I also watched, 
Um, oh God, I'm trying to. Th- it's the it's the mm, it's the one about the the Knights of the Round Table before Camelot was Camelot. Oh, and there yes, were, there were vines. Ah, on the cover. Yes, the one that follows the Lady of the Lake. Yes, that series. Yes, I can't think of what the name of it is. Shoot, give me two seconds. It's cursed. Mm. The show is cursed. Netflix did that too, and they did a really good job. Well, so I'm if Netflix is that... taking the high fantasy, bring it on. I feel like Netflix has stepped up their game immensely here through COVID. Mm-hmm. They did the discovery of witches. I hear that's beautiful. Mm. Netflix did that one? I believe so. Why do I feel like that was like stars or something? I don't know. It, it could be. It could it very well be HBO. Netflix. Mm. I don't know. I just but I know I that too. Mm-hmm. That book's been on my TBR list for a year. I don't know. Netflix has their game for sure, but I haven't watched any anime, and I feel bad because I haven't watched any anime. I started um, an anime, and then I kind of like stopped like three or four episodes in, and I need to pick it back Same. up. I got a huge like hankering to watch anime the end of january and Mm -hmm. i did and i was like binging through some of the black clover that i hadn't seen and then i stopped and i haven't picked it back up since and it's not that i don't miss it i do i know right i just i don't know i even was like i knew sadie was gonna be like hard so like at the end of february i literally i broke out my list of manga that i needed to read and i just like i went to the library and grabbed like three or four i was like okay i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm mentally ready and then i did sadie and then i was just i looked at my manga and i was like no, not no. gonna. It's not gonna be enough. And then I looked at um, Forever and Always, Lord Gene. I'm like, I can't do that to that book. Right. <laughs> and then I like, I fell on the dating plan. I was like, okay, I can do that to I this. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this to this book. This book is okay. But, but yeah, so if you guys want to pick up the book club book for March, it's Meet Me in <clears throat> Monaco. Um, it it sounds good. And I'm excited for it. It's it's um, definitely a genre you are not used to. No. I, I mean, I've picked up a couple historical fictions. Um, actually, one of my favorite books of all time is a historical fiction. But it's very rare that I gravitate towards them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe this will get me hooked back on it. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. go down a rabbit hole of historical fiction. Who knows? Um, I mean, if you haven't already figured it out, listeners... I did a lot of planning this year. Our first book was a high fantasy Mm -hmm. YA. Our second book was podcast. Mm -hmm. Our third book is a historical fiction. She's putting lots of thought into this. And here's the funny thing. I can't give a spoiler on this because my plan is impossible. So do you remember how we talked about how I only have to pick one month out of the entire year? I'm technically not even doing that. Ashley's not doing it. But really quick, um, we haven't mentioned Wild Geese this episode, so I feel like mm-hmm. we should. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wild Geese Bookshop in Franklin, who we mention all the time, yeah. is now doing uh, this really cool thing called Blind Date with a Book, where you go up and it has romance, it has paranormal, it has mystery, it has um, nonfiction, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they have it in, um, like, brown paper wrapping and on the front it says if you like books like blank blank and blank you will like me on the next one if you like books like blank blank and blank you will like me and so i'm gonna go into wild geese 
and I'm going to find the genre that my heart is pulling me towards, and then I'm going to shuffle through the books, and uh, very much like Tinder, swipe right, and once I find that book, I will take pictures and open it, and yada yada, and then whatever the book ends up being, um, we're going to buy an extra copy for Ashley, and that is what our book of the month is for April. So we will do that uh, here. It has to be very soon, because we have to get it get it ready for April, but... um, I'm very excited about that, but I just thought it was hilarious that I only had to plan one thing. And, and she decided that she didn't want to plan that I one thing. I didn't want to plan that one thing, but at least I have a plan to not plan the one thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Her, your original book was um, The the yeah. Dog in the Dark, I think? Yes, because April um, is Autism Awareness Month. Yes. And um, that that's a very heavy book. And, you know, on top of the fact that I have two siblings uh, who are on the spectrum, like, I just thought it would be a really good book. But the more that I thought about it, even though it would be an amazing book, mm-hmm. it isn't necessarily something that I want to be forced to read. You know how we talked about, like, you know, when I feel like I'm forced to read, I don't want to do it, blah, blah, and the book club books I, I have ended up loving, mm-hmm. but sometimes I struggle because, oh, I have to read this. I have to read this. And I wanted that to be a book that when I finally read it, it was because you wanted. I, read I just wanted to read it. it. And I think it's kind of cute because, like, with the blind date with the book or whatever, I don't, I don't even know what I'm buying. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> but it's exciting, and it's going to get me pumped. And if I already like... I like how they do that. If I already like XYZ book. Yeah, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. Which is basically what I would do with a girl, with Ashley. Ashley's like, hey, I read this book and I know you liked these two books and it's very similar and you should read this. Like, now I'm doing it, but it's blind. I love it. I'm I'm excited. (laughs) So, but yeah, pick up Meet Me in Monaco if you want to read it along with us. And as always, tweet at us, Instagram us, whatever. Let us know what you're doing. Let us know if you have questions or discussions or whatever. I'm excited. And yeah. So that is everything here for our March TBR. I'm Ashley. I'm Megan. And this is Wine Wine and Dine. Dine.